Hello, and welcome to the Daily Musings Podcast. I am your host, Steve M. I will be reading the daily reflection from the books Beyond Belief, Daily Musings for a 12-Step Life by Joe C., and published by Rebellion Dogs Publishing, and 365 Dao by Deng Ming Dao, published by Harper One. To be clear, I have not received permission from either publisher to reproduce this content in any form. It is strictly intended for my personal use and the enjoyment of my family and a few close friends. I hope you enjoy today's Daily Musings. March 9, 365 Dao. Day 68. Creativity. Storm breaks into pieces. Clouds charge the horizon. Revolving of the heavens generates all movement. Without movement, there could be nothing created in this universe. The revolving of the heavens can generate wind, rain, thunder, lightning. The revolving of the earth enables us to have day and night, the very cycle of the weather, the seasons, and the growth of plants. Movement is responsible for creativity. Followers of Tao value initiative, but mere aggression is not enough. One needs creativity. This can mean the ability to solve problems, to think of unusual strategies, or to compose poetry, music, and painting. In all these cases, one moves in concert with Tao not by blind aping, but by giving intelligent counterpoint and harmony. Creativity does not mean the arbitrary making of something out of our cultural minds. Rather, it is spontaneous movement in tandem with Tao, a movement that will generate life and not misery for others. One has reached the ultimate levels of creativity when one has mastered skill so thoroughly that it can be forgotten. Look at heaven and earth. Do they think about creating the weather, the seasons, and the cycles of growing? They only go on revolving according to their nature, and the rest is generated without any thought or work on their part. This is truly effortless action and is considered the highest skill that a follower of Tao can attain. Day 68. And now, Beyond Belief, Daily Musing for March 9. Today's quote, One of the most paradoxical aspects of our recovery is that by thinking of ourselves less, we learn to love ourselves more. We may not have expected our spiritual journey to lead to a fresh appreciation of ourselves, but it does. Because of the love we extend to others, we realize our own value. N.A. It works. How and why? What stands between addicts and the happiness that comes from having flow in their lives? A poor self-image has a nagging habit of sabotaging achievement. If we don't feel we deserve it, we tend to police ourselves consciously or subconsciously. 
It is easy to see that happiness in life is nearly impossible if we are not right with the world, and more specifically, the people in our world. In step nine, we make restitution for harm done, and we feel better about ourselves, increasing our sense of worth. We try harder and achieve more. Others respond better to us, taking cues from our self-image, and flow becomes easier. We don't put up barriers and others are our advocates, cheering us on. Step nine is about cleaning up our side of the street so we can look people in the eye, but let's not ignore what caused us to be either emotionally needy or aloof with others. Attachment theory provides a framework for understanding how early relational experiences influence developmental pathways and adult functioning. Abandonment, neglect, or abuse in our youth can stunt development cognitively, emotionally, and socially. These handicaps lead to escapism, addiction, and escalating risky and antisocial behaviors. Attachment disorder can cause codependence or intimacy avoidance, and some of us flip-flop between hot and cold throughout relationships, resulting in the mixed messages, emotional manipulation, and hurt feelings that make up our amends list. Egomaniacs with inferiority complexes are not going to treat others as well as we hope to. There is a place for cleaning up my side of the street, but do I know the cause of my bad behavior? March 9th.